Hi, everybody. It's the president speaking. I'm here to tell you something, and it's going to be very simple. So simple. It's about a tremendous show called the Verlucci Podcast. It's a fantastic show, one of the best, one of the greatest, and hosted by three amazing guys I've known for a long time, believe me. First is Andrew Fawn. He's a tremendous guy, a real great guy, believe me. Second is Charles Kirby, one of the best people I know. Incredible. I've known him a long time. Lastly is Theo X. He's a fantastic guy and also one of the best people. Trust me, a lot of people don't know that. Maybe you haven't heard. And he can talk. Oh boy, can he talk. I had him here with me at Mar-a-Lago one summer playing golf, and he was talking so much he got sunburned on his tongue. Trust me on that. Not a lot of people know that. Let me tell you, they're going to do a show. It's going to be a big, real big, fabulous, tremendous, fantastic, the best in British history, people are saying. Lots of people. Huge amounts of people. Trust me on that. But I want you and the British people to know, if they say anything bad, then it is fake news, people. Fake news, okay? There is no conspiracy, no collusion. If they say anything bad at all, then it's because they're terrible. Terrible people. Okay, believe me. Okay, enjoy the show now. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Villalucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. How are we doing? Hello, live. Yeah, we are live. There you go. That's uh, that. That was borderline smoother than our usual crashing. Normally, it's in the middle of a conversation. It's like, oh, we're live, are we? Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry. Well, you just come in halfway through the conversation. Yeah, usually. Okay. But that's um, all scripted. I mean, this is on purpose. So. Should, we, yeah, yeah. should we just we get out of the way to start with? This is our Trump podcast. Yeah, and that but you're this is ironically. Again. It's not. I'm wearing this ironically. He wore this on the bus on the way here. I've come yeah. as a fascist. He's come <laughs> as a fascist. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Does everyone? Does that automatically? If you if you support Trump, are you a fascist? No, but I like the idea of what was said that uh, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racist supporters are uh, all racist are Trump supporters. So I think that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not accusing. Oh bloody! Oh, that door's open. Oh, okay. Um, so Close that door. <laughs> Shut that door. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, for the people listening, uh, that, or not American, not opening. English. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, a door open. Do you know what? I, I, I love we describe a... things that happen <laughs> and people. Door is opening them. in the court. I did notice actually on the. I'm going to turn this down. I did notice on some watching some of the podcast back. You were right to pick up on the fact that I do talk like. That you everyone forget. can see it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you get nothing. Oh, thank God for that. That he does. So yes, a door just opened, and that led on to that little conversational yeah. piece. Um, but yeah, for people again who can't see, uh, Theo is wearing a delightful red. Oh yeah, so yeah, mega. You know, make America great again. Cat maga. Yeah, I always thought it'd be maga, but mega is, is what they say. Mag- no, they say maga. Is it maga? Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was mega. No, it's mega. Maybe I got it the wrong way around then. Mega's too posh. Mega's Mag- like a, some, a posh person yeah. saying mega. Well, actually, it's mega. <laughs> it's the English yeah. version. Yeah. Mega. So, yeah, I'm fashioning a nice t shirt and accessory hat. Yeah, you're playing fast and loose. And I've got a skinhead nice. underneath, so that's what goes with the. Uh... Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, but skinheads have hair, don't they? You don't have, as in you, you've gone for full clean shaven, whereas I always thought yeah. the skinheads would be, it's like a buzz cut, isn't it? I don't think it means, I think it's just a, a term, just yeah. means anything that's, yeah. But anyway. what do you mean what they mean? 
Talking to Baldy. No. So, <laughs> he's not bald though. That's the thing. It's just, it's a weird bouffant. One other thing, I will forget this, but we're talking about, talking Trump about Trump's hair and we will get to start yeah. this, but talking about Trump's hair. Yeah. Um, the, did you, the Scottish documentary. So is trying to take you seriously with that. Shall I, what, if I lose the cat, no, 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 carry on, carry on. <laughs> it, it is slightly distracting. But now I know he's laughing at me. So that's take, um, But if you watch the documentary about Trump, you've been trumped. Where the Scotland, yeah. when you build the, the woman oh, yeah. says in it, because um, one of my notes was like uh, I made, noticed made by someone who um, uh, ended up using uh, film funds and things to commit fraud. Oh really? Yeah. So the um, the Phil, I forgot his name actually. I went to um, it was, it's funny. I went to a workshop run by him, and he was talking about this and that. But he and his did you have um, to get five other people to join after? No, no, no. no <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, yeah. But it was um, uh, it was interesting. You know, he was talking about how you make these sort of guerrilla kind of documentaries okay. and how you can get people to invest in your films. But then he and his producing partner they did all these films. You know, saying it's quite interesting talking about Trump. They did um, uh, about the tabloids and all these things. You know. All this finger pointing, all this moral high ground, and then they committed fraud themselves. What was the fraud? Something um, so they basically, yeah, they were just defrauding film funds. Oh right, and, oh, okay. and taking advantage of tax. And it days. wasn't the that, That's not that. Is that, is that a crime? Yeah. I mean, defrauding. No, but, but as in they weren't using it for. There were other frauds film. they committed for um, as well. But you know, saying we want this yeah. much money and they didn't need anything like that much. Oh. But so that, isn't that filmmaking? Yeah. Isn't that just Kickstarter? Though? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that just like, Patreon? Patreon yeah, yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, that's I mean, your uh, Kickstarter campaign. That, uh, torpedoed yeah. immediately. Um, so Sorry, yeah, Gary, on, yeah, on that program, she said that one of the women says because I noticed <clears> that when he was outside, he'd wear a cap. <clears> yeah, and so would everybody else to sort of, and I, it was only in windy places he'd do it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's trying to hold his hair down. Yep. And uh, on this program that the, the that you've been trumped talking about, which is uh, about the, the this uh, opening up a golf course in Scotland and what terrible things were going on to the locals yeah. while um, they were building it because some of them didn't want to sell up and they were just being hassled. And one of them said, oh, my God, he was out there the other day and his hair blew and it went to about eight feet. She said it was long. It all came off and went long. And was she it said, like if Bobby Charlton. She said, I, like, I wish I had had a camera because I could have sold that for a million. But I thought, oh, so well, he's got some sort of weave going on where then it's held in it's place. Got, yeah, like a comb. Well, it's a bit comb over, isn't it? I mean, and that's why he has the hat to keep Yeah, to keep, and but he makes everyone else, the bodyguards have all got the hat on, he goes, just so he doesn't look bad. Yeah, he doesn't look like but it's only windy yeah. places. It's like mm. on the lawn, or the White House lawn. That's one of the reasons, I swear that's the reason he didn't go to the, um, there was the war, I think it was the First World War recently. Uh, thing recently yeah. in France, and he snubbed that. And he said that he had a big falling out with uh, President Macron. Yeah. Um, and I swear it's because it was a rainy Could day. Wear a cat. It was a rainy day, yeah. and it would have been, um, it was uncovered, and he probably couldn't have had an umbrella. Yeah. And he didn't want his hair to get wet. Yeah. Go all see through. And the, the, he's um, see through. Because <laughs> if you look at the video, early footage, like when he's not really that bothered about it, you can see the hair has been all messed up, but you can see underneath, like there's a hair missing underneath. Um, but the oh, well, man is 70. Three, seventy-two, seventy-three. What's that? I mean, years. Yeah, how, that's how old he is. Yeah. His, bands, his dad was balding. I mean, his dad. Have you seen a more evil-looking bloke? Like in any <laughs> photograph, he looks. Like, he's got that sort of look where he could stick a Nazi hat on and go, "Yeah, that works." I like, wasn't going to go quite that far. I was going to say definitely like a Bond villain. 
I was going to say he no, looks he like looks... a he looks like a villain in a Laurel and Hardy strip. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like oh, just cartoonishly oh, yeah. evil, jumping up down the spot with like a nightcap Scooby-Doo. on. Yeah. But even yeah. at his best, because I didn't see any moody photograph of him. At his best, smiling into camera, he looks evil. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. the I like the the, the sort of classic uh, difference in extremity. You know, you and I are saying Laurel and Hardy or Scooby Doo. I went straight the to go straight to uh, <laughs> straight to Nazi cab. But he, that, he's got that look to him, right? So anyway, so the um, podcast yeah um, so i've made a lot of notes and i want to do this in sort of chronology uh, chronological order so um so he was born in uh, uh june 1946 uh in the jamaica hospital in new york so he's got an older sister and for um uh, people that are listening i'm not reading this off paperwork definitely for people I'll... that are watching <laughs> That, was that, a wink. that wasn't a wink. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It wasn't a wink. It was more of a, we need a wink sound effect. Right. So he had an older sister, Mary Ann Trump, who was a judge at the U.S. Court of Appeals. He had an older brother, Frederick, an airline pilot who died of alcoholism uh, at forty-three, and a father, Fred Trump, who was the property mogul. Um, talk, well, actually, you, you're talking of his dad. So, I mean, we're going to get into lies eventually. But this is basically like the first half of his life, sort of thing. But. Um, the recent one about saying his dad was born in Germany. Uh, no, that's uh, no. All his, all his parents were born in. The information I had though was uh, all his parents. Uh, sorry, both his, his mom parents. Scottish. Yeah, but all, yeah. they were all born in Europe. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, no, oh sorry, in... I beg your pardon. Sorry, all his grand, all his grandparents and his mother were born in Europe, but his father was born. Yeah, his father yeah. was quite a bit older. Yeah, so a New York meeting, in, uh, a New York meeting in the NATO meeting at the White House, he was talking about Angela Merkel, and he said, um, "I've got great respect for Angela Merkel in Germany. My father is quote, my father is German, was German, and was hang on, was German, and was born in a very wonderful place in Germany." End quote. But and he is, was that, born is in, that not true then? No, he was born no. in 1905 in the Bronx. Oh, okay. So. I don't know. That is that mental health. Is that just? Did he just get muddled? Unless it is like he's a pathological liar. And I don't say that to be funny. It's where there's no point. He's not. There's nothing he's trying to gain. A pathological lie lies though, when it's not needed. He, did, he, met, he misspoke. He meant his grandfather, maybe. But we're doing that thing of get, if you add it on to everything yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah, yeah. You then he's just making excuses. I think it's yeah. a pathological liar. I don't have any difference between whether something I just lie because it's the first thing that comes to my head. Mm. This is something I wanted to discuss because actually reading a bit about his early life um, and seeing uh, uh, there's lots of interviews. Seeing those interviews of him in the eighties, nineties, where he's coherent, where he's um, sorry, I've got reasonably ar- reasonably on. articulate. He seems just like kind of so, like kind of some normal business scumbag on. dude. You know what I mean? Mm. And there just seems to be a real jump. Like at some point in the nineties, something happened to him yeah. <laughs> or something or he changed or he made the decision to act weird. But there seems to be a big jump between this guy who was being interviewed on MSNBC and, you know, CNN and who seemed recent, who was like quite quiet and quite hardworking. I'm a businessman. I'm a real estate scumbag, whatever. And then this guy who is just this bizarre lying buffoon that we have yeah. as, as a president. And there seems to be such a, a huge jump, a huge change. in. in this well, person. I think it was always there. And what happened, it just got released through the media eyes on him. Because mm. people that met him before and when he just started to do um, interviews and things like that, he came across as quite nice. But it was when the businesses weren't going well, he was grabbing at straws and things. Um then the media came in at the same time. He realised the brand was him bullshitting and licensing things. 
Yeah, I, I, I think because I was sort of looking at the the chron- chronological the timeline of it all, and I was thinking that it's it seems Sorry, to be one about... second. Can you close that door? We're gonna have to yeah, close that door to have, uh, with some noise in the background. Flattering. Andrew's uh, volunteered. I'm stepping away from the microphone. For okay. A moment. Sorry, go on, Charles. But yeah, no, we, the, it seems to be around the time of The Apprentice, and it's the time when he created this. Um, oh, that's when it went into steroid media, mode, yeah. uh, p- persona. This large and life thing, and then it's just kind of snowballed. He's been, as, as I said, he's been rewarded um, for for failure. For he's been rewarded for bad behaviour. You know, well, I think that's since. when he realised he comes sort of sapient to the knowledge of oh my bullshitting works because mm. one of the guys um, I was watching an interview said uh, no that was in the autobiography I was listening to said um, when he got the apprentice obviously it was a low level thing basically the phones had stopped ringing for him he was he, he couldn't get investments anymore he'd become a joke at that point he, yeah. so then he realised with the apprentice and things oh you can pretend to be this person and it worked which then made him go oh it fed into his proclivity of wanting to be full of shit. That's the same for Alan Sugar, isn't it? Haven't we all forgotten who Alan Sugar was before he did The Apprentice? What was it, Amstrad? Yeah, exactly. It was like the guy who makes the um, skyboxes. Yeah. And those, and those, and he, even a couple of years ago, he was trying to sell CD players. Like he come there yeah. with a new CD player. And I'm like, dude, well, I, I saw that quote. Sale. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, this is, I saw some with quotes. the VHS attached to it. I think, come on, mate. I, I, I saw some quotes in a book about people that got things really wrong. And Alan Sugar was in there. He was talking about the, the um, iPhone, iPhone stores or something. And he said something like, it's a load of rubbish. It'll be dead in 12 months. <laughs> like, it's a fad. It's yeah, a fad. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Right, so anyway, let's get on with it. So um, <laughs> he was sent to a, a New York military academy. Um, <laughs> so this is one of the places where well, that he's was tried- was that punishment. That's why I heard he, he basically yeah. kept wandering off. He wasn't very well respected by his dad. I think that's something that's gone throughout his life. This thing of needing to prove, prove, prove I'm not good enough. He calls people babies, things like he hates that sort of thing. I think he he's. He was basically bailed out all his life by his dad up until when his dad died. He'd been constantly bailing him out. Mm. Um, but it is one of those military academy. You never want to be a soldier. It's one of those, we need to clean you up. Right, go okay. and sort yourself out because you're not doing anything of use. Now, bearing in mind, his brother went on to be a pilot. His, uh, his, the other sister, older sister. She's a judge, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she's yeah. a judge yeah. in federal court. So they both did well, even though obviously the, the, the brother died of alcoholism. Um, and he was the only one that was being bailed out time. So he's, a failure. So the others near. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm assuming the judge, um, n- not obviously, but the the brother pilot before he passed away didn't. Have... I think he was had a role in the company, okay. but it was a very loose thing. He was an airline pilot. That was his thing. Um, it's so sure that isn't it? Sorry, I can sort of see the sister going off to be a judge. Well, I think the brother going off to be a. They pilot were just very... trained to be successful, in and he life, probably I thought, "I'll take the easy option, Daddy Company," which is if you've ever worked for somebody who's dad owns the company yeah. it's it, there are certain type of people generally and if your proclivity is there to be that sort of way it just heightens it that you're and you're going to keep failing because you're going to grab and it is short. he the youngest child he's the youngest yeah okay. it's not usually the successful uh, child who goes on to work work <laughs> yeah. in the family business and yeah. not always sometimes but you know what i mean it, it usually hey, we were talking about the godfather <laughs> um so yeah he went to this so this is one of the places where he's tried to get his grades back so um the uh, the head, I'm just going to read a quote. I'm not going to go into it too much. So uh, this is from the uh, New York Military Academy. And the headmaster, Evan Jones, uh, said this, quote, uh, The superintendent of the academy came to me in a panic because he had been accosted by 
prominent wealthy alumni of the school who were Trump's friends who wanted to keep his records um, uh, secret. Um, so basically they got into contact with him and said, like, we, we want the bloody things or we're going to sue you sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> this is another side point. Later on, the school was uh, struggling, so it was going to close down and they were seeking £30 million to like keep it open. So they got in contact with him. Yeah. You're gonna say something? No, no. no I'm just, I'm just, I'm, gonna... I'm just, I'm trying to think. What's it gonna be? Right. So, what just the, load, what's the punchline? Scummy... Yeah. <clears throat> right. So, this school, military academy, he always talks about it. So, um, seeking thirty million dollars to save from closure. Now, Donald was approached for seven million of it because they assumed okay. he was a billionaire from things that had been said in the Forbes list and all that sort of stuff. Trump said, "What do I get out of it?" They said, "We'll give you a building." He said, "That's a shit deal." You, I don't. I'm not giving you nothing. Bad right? deal. But Bad then, deal. because it's Trump, weird deal. Yeah, you're not getting anything. Okay, billionaire. Right, you're not getting seven billion to save the school that you keep going on about. Then a few days later, they received a letter, um, from uh, oh, it was a guy called Richard Pasulu. Pal- Pal- I forget. I might be getting his name. I'm, I'm assuming I am. Who worked at the school? Um, he said they received an official letter from Michael Cohen. So Pelosi said, <laughs> having asked him for some charity money, um, quote, Cohen told us Trump would love to have the money to buy the school so he could bulldoze it. <laughs> End quote. That was a nice ask yeah, for charity I'd be, money. I've there though. I've, I've worked at some place. I'm like, God, I'd want to so I'm assuming buy this company and fire all of you. It's just another thing in his life where it didn't go well for him at school. Like he was not um, liked. Yeah, I can't. I don't Why know. would you say, right, get, get your lawyer to send a letter in to say, yeah, because you I'll want the money. So it, it's very childish, it. isn't it? It's, very it's beyond it's spiteful. Like, yeah. that means I hate that place, and this yeah. is my opportunity to mention the fact that I, how much I hated it. Um, but I mean, as an but I mean, as a man in his whatever forties or fifties, if you're still holding resentments of like, well, that's bloody a school, bloody child, teeth, is what you know you're talking what I mean? about. Yeah, I, I just think, God, you know. Um, so, he, but he transferred from um, Fordham Uni. He went on to do that, that which was ranked sixty sixth out of all the universities. That's the one he got into. Um, to Wharton School of Finance, which is one of the Ivy League schools. After a meeting with um, the admissions officer, who uh, happened to be. A classmate of his older brother, That's an, and he jumped into Wharton's School of Finance, and he came out. He's, I think he says an MBA, but he did. He got an undergraduate degree from there. So that because that's what got him his first couple of exceptions, wasn't it, for the draft? Because he was in college. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then it was the Spurs <laughs> before the yeah fall marches before something happened to his feet. And, um, <clears throat> uh, so where are we now? So. Um, so, yeah, so up to that point, you're basically looking at somebody that's just plodding along, not doing much. I mean, if you're going to be a judge, like this, that means they've gone on to do stuff they wanted to do and they've taken it seriously and they've achieved Yeah, that things. seems like someone You can't pay your way in to that yeah. sort of thing. It's usually something you you have to decide yeah. when you're young, you know what I mean? When you're like 12, 13, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a... yeah. Something, yeah, something impressive. Or you know I'm going mean? to bounce around from my dad's businesses and sort of try and figure things out and uh, have them not work out. So I've been thinking up to the age of 20, he's basically done sod all apart from live off his dad's money. Um, <clears throat> actually, I did have some information about that, which was the, so the, what was the New York Times investigation that came out and um, that, which then said, no, that thing of him having a million pounds and going off to New York is bollocks. He basically was given over the years 413, at least, they say, 413. In today's money, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, in today's money, 413 million pounds. Um, so what did we have? Uh, 
But it's mainly in tax dodging, or like we were talking about before the podcast, having six different jobs from laundry manager of the laundry to accountant for this. Like he had so many jobs just as a way of funneling money to his son. Um, oh, he's me coughing away. He also had three trust funds from his dad, so not just the the one there didn't work. Three, three. Is it, so he's even greedy for trust funds. Yeah, yeah but he, I mean, he he <laughs> he went through these in a later business. To get money from the, because they went, he lost those, and then he tried to get more money from inheritance from when his dad's dead. But what did he lose his money on? Was it bad? It was just from what it looks like, he was just spending money all over the place. He was living the life of thinking he was a Trump. I'm assuming there was some low level stuff that he was trying to because this not, is early mm. days. This isn't even like the failed Trump businesses yeah. now. Okay. This is him just doing nothing well like buying cars or yeah i mean would suppose you would, there would i'm guaranteed i'm assuming there was he probably tried to do a bit of this and a bit of that and property and it just was not working because what he does he gets money and then he spends it pretending to be something and doesn't focus on the thing that he was supposed to be doing and then it falls flat and i'm assuming his background up to the age of 25 was littered in these sort of things but she's so giving you three trust funds um so the new york times found that at the age of three so his dad's constantly funneling money into his trusts and things like that. He was the earning the equivalent of $200,000 a year, again, in equivalent money. At age three. At age three. Bad deal, bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of playmobility. By the that. age of eight, he was technically a millionaire, right. again, from the money that had been given to him. When he did leave college, his father, what they found, was giving him the equivalent of a million pound a year pocket money, like giving him, like just actually giving him the money when he left college. That vanished. Um, and that went into his 20s and 30s. He's still getting the millions of the a year. So far, so good. This is all just normal yeah. stuff, really. Yeah. This is normal, average typical. Joe. But even yeah, in the, his 40s and 50s, his dad was giving him around £5 million a year. He went up to £5 million. This is in your you 40s and feel 50s. Like, you, no, um, no one wants to kind of forsake their children, broadly speaking. So wouldn't you say... Right, this is the last time I cut you a check of five oh, million yeah. quid and you're on your own now. You but know, the thing is, you're talking about 20 and 30 pounds if to a normal fat person. Do you know what I mean? If you're worth hundreds of millions, yeah. in equivalent terms of trying to get your son to do anything and him bullshitting you all the time, it's like, yeah, here's another, here's another, because what else am I going to do here? Um, and yes, yeah, so parental love must have been in there, so just trying to oh, yeah. manage an idiot. Like maybe something or he, you know, and just constant excuses about why I haven't got this and why I haven't got that and what I need and what I need. And it just snowballs. And as a rich parent, they tend to do that thing of just giving monies every year to look after yourself. That's what a trust fund kid is. Yeah. You know, here's some money, but they're used to paying a million pound a year to somebody that's usually it's like 10, 20, 30 grand a month in America. Like if you go to um, sort of Aspen and those places, those people are getting 20 and they're not doing anything. They work in shops and things, but they trust funds and all that. It's quite normal. But if you're a big mogul property guy, then it's, you know, it's your parent giving you 50 quid. I just don't know. Again. Like if you were 40 and 50, I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah 40 and 50, still getting that's up a little to 5 bit, million. Yeah. But even if you, you know, just saying, oh, mum, dad, can I have that? Fair enough if you got into real financial, you know, the bailiffs are at the door kind of thing. But just to I think what? he just got used to it. I think he yeah. just got used to it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so because remember, up to his 30s, he's still bullshitting. Like he's not really done anything. He's got oh, jobs. Has he stopped the bullshitting now? <laughs> yeah, I think we're at peak. Hopefully, yeah, we're yeah. at peak bullshit oh, now. I know. know. Um, yeah, so the, 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 it looks like he was given from the accounts the of the um, the New York Times. It was 
which has went 413 million at least they say a lot of money isn't it on yeah, top, like that's and you still basically had nothing when he got to his 40s and the businesses because all his when whenever he'd quote money which was always a lie it was almost anything that, like when he um where did i have the information the it's only, also the difference between what you have and what you're worth isn't it well they, they, even what he so you, you you would immediately put say how much debt are you in and he would never talk about it but const- he's constantly been in debt all his life because what was happening is he <laughs> never had, we all no, but yeah. he never had n- anything he did and lost was never his money he was always borrowed money okay. so he's it's an illusion of him paying but he never paid for anything everyone up until right like he's always paid around him so he was the person that didn't lose out well um, this is very much this seems to be uh, there's a very much a history of this is that he he will borrow against things that but borrows against his name, his dad's name. That's what he's borrowing. Yeah, against. and a lot of things he d- maybe doesn't own as well. Like there's a lot of properties and there's a lot of uh, enterprises, a lot of businesses which he is associated with, which he has his name on, or he's on the board. And this is one of the reasons why he's not. He's so uh, he's put a court injunction now to stop them um, releasing his bank details. Yeah, because the whole thing is a house of cards. Yeah, you know? and I think on. he's not even scared that he's not a billionaire. But I think that they will look at these some of the deals and the finance things and they will go actually these are an easy bit dodgy yeah 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 because you don't you've been putting things up as collateral that you don't necessarily have That's the right yeah. to do so because you don't own these things but is what? he associated with them is it you know because i think isn't it the the big trump chicago uh, thing isn't his at all uh there's there's many things well he's got his name on 17 buildings yeah. in and he's actually owns five i think yeah and he's got some in japan and things but they came to him yeah can we use your name to, and then he just carried on the bullshit of look what i've got he goes, well this is not yours the, everything inside the building isn't yours it's all licensed yeah. properties um but if they're gonna keep giving him the you know they keep saying well it's a con i mean i've i said this before off the podcast but um from all the people I've looked back in history over the people, to, more to be to get to inspired by people and find out a lot of people are charlatans and full of shit. He's the biggest. I say it again, not the best. Um, like somebody said to me, well, what about the presidency thing? You go, no, no, you don't understand. Everything's built on a con. So he's never actually done anything. And he's what I'd call like a bottom feeder. He comes in at the low level of everything. Like he couldn't have gone and go Barack Obama. His, his any brains he has is seeing people at their weakest and exploiting that. It's never achieving over something. It's always saying, that's about to crack. Let me run in. Even with the New York, you know, he came in when New York was in the shit. I mean, they talk about New York was going to go bankrupt. The city was going to yeah. go bankrupt. They had police issues. Police weren't getting paid. The crime rate had just gone. It's so baffling mental. that a city can go back and you think, well, well it's, it well, starts with low level we're corruption. We're a country. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and the, the New York politics, I mean, back in the seventies, you know, everyone's got the hand in the till. Things aren't being paid. Bins aren't being collected. Then you throw in like the mafia and the, the litter not being collected and all these sort of, what was it? The, the, uh, 3% thing. What's that? Um, that was the, thing whereby it was a consortium of all the five mafia families any any property deal or any building deal over two million dollars would automatically go to a mafia run one mafia run <laughs> um uh, building firm and they uh, and this is all this is all documented because they had a couple of informants uh, a couple of okay. to witness and a couple of informants those people went to prison people killed over this so like this is this is all documented all, all court things and like yeah they, they were literally uh doing it they were running all the construction pretty much in late 70s and 80s. Um, And this also coincides when Trump was um, 
making his mark and uh, well, maybe he's uh, ma- you know he is he is a Donald Trump could be Don Trump, yeah, the, um, the Don. Well, he was the, the Don. Yeah, I think that was foreseeing a few the Donald. casino Don. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but, but basically, he's like even with the the politics. You go, what did what did he achieve? He came in at a time of coming out of the Apprentice reality. We had reached that level, uh, Nadir, in, as a society. He ran against. He saw a woman that was the most disliked woman in American history politics, and thought, "Let me slip in here." Even at the time, not knowing he was actually going to run, he just thought it's a brand because I'm my brandish buck all now. Well, because he ran a couple, of, he, he sort of muted about running a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. But then he saw a, a chance where, oh, hang on, people like me. Let me talk more shit. Oh, they like me talking shit, and that's when it spiraled. Well, that's why everyone got it running against the Republicans. You looked at it, and then it became like, oh, we're pinning all our hopes on Ted Cruz. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, he, he was a Democrat, and then he switched sides. Yeah, well, he, he was a Democrat up till I think it was eighty nine. Oh, then uh-huh. he joined the Reform Party very briefly. Um, and then he went to Republicans, then back to Democrats. Then and then he was an independent for a little bit. And very he, briefly, up until the Republican, yeah, until uh, he, got, uh, yeah. he joined the race. But the same, I mean, Bernie Sanders, is an. although we think of him as a Democrat, he's an independent, but he goes on the Democratic ticket. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so um, but yeah, thing. so basically, like, so the New York, what happened, they were basically on their last legs. Yeah. And he came in with a deal with other people's money, said, look, give me this, I'm not paying any taxes for God knows how many years, it's that or nothing. And they went, all right, there you go. And everyone was pissed off and they, they, was, they were being sued for doing it and all that sort of stuff. Like the politicians were pissed off. But that was throughout his life. He just looks... For, do you know what he reminds me of, funny enough? I'm well, not he's an opportunist being, then, isn't he? Yeah, but it's worse than that. It's like that... Wor- it's almost that pimp mentality where I find somebody at their la- lowest point, grab them get them off the street and then pretend I'm the man. Well, what did you do? You took somebody that was living I'm off the street. just thinking of him like, him like a big pimp. Um, for I knew photo, he was going to make it funny. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just said like, that's the... Yeah, yeah, driving around the gold Cadillac. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, are you for like, real? Yeah. Walk with a cane. Um, yeah. But that's what he does. So his thing is seeing people at their lowest and not caring about exploiting it. That's basically his thing. Um, so, yeah, so uh, he went on to... Now, just getting into his businesses. So... You forget, right? So he's talking about an apprentice, right? The two books he wrote, I can't remember the names Art of them Art of now. the Deal. I can't remember and something of the deal afterwards coming back from the deal. deal. of the Dark, Art of the Deal. So they were ghostwritten. Dark Side he, of the Deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Rise Making of a deal, deal with the Devil. Like, it went on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. How to rip the devil off. Yeah, yeah. yeah just um, what a picture on the cover of just him and Satan. Shaking <laughs> hands, like, smiling, yeah. yeah. Were well, they breaking ground on any side? Forward yeah. by Dark Angels. Yeah. Forward by Mephisto, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Demon. <laughs> It was the um, Pazuzu. <laughs> the Exorcist. <laughs> um, so Your mother makes deals in hell. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that, that is, uh, Exorcist 2 has one of the best theme songs. Like, I, oh, I can't remember that. Oh, I know you're going to do it, but it's so funky in 70s. It's genius. <laughs> so out of place with such a surreal film as well. Yeah, right, so anyway, he's been nice. bankrupted six times, okay? So whatever. Not, think, pa- not personally, though. It's only um, it's always his businesses. It's yeah, quite, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. He has never been. Yeah. So th- these are the six bankruptcies. The the Taj Mahal, the Trump Castle Hotel and Casino, the Trump Plaza Casino, Trump Plaza Hotel, Trump Hotel Casino Resort, Trump Entertainment Records. That was in 2009. They always seem like a weird mismatch of like, it's like 
the Trump Casino Resort, the Trump Resort Casino, the Trump. Yeah, it's, like, it's the three letters, <laughs> three words. He's just desperately just trying some... to get it right, isn't he? Yeah. He's just, he's just trying to get the casino and the hotel working. Casino Trump. Resort. This will be the one. This yeah. will be the one that nails it. Talking about him being a businessman, somebody said to him, "He's the only man in America that can open a casino where the casino loses money." Yeah, yeah. But I looked at that. Yeah. yeah. And how did you do it again and again? But I looked at that and I was like, "Oh, isn't this going to be really?" But it was just because of the way he um, funneled the debt to build it and then couldn't pay it back. Basically, I was well, like, his oh, constant. Man. Theme up to like the Taj Mahal, which was his big loss, where mm. people were saying this isn't going to make money, and you nobody would fund him. So he basically goes to a bit more shady things. I think I can't remember the name of how he funded it, but basically it was like going to a payday lender. It was like I'm making this, and I'm not going to think about how we're going to do it. I'm just going to get money from. Whatever. I suppose the problem is you look at that and you think, well, casinos make uh, you know a load of money; they never lose money. But it's like, yeah, but if you're only making, I think it's for example, all roulette wheels make three percent over the course of a year profit. Um, I think it's that blackjack makes slightly more. There's just some weird mathematical thing that all roulette wheels. So, but that's not, if it's, uh, it, it was debted, I think the Taj um, was debted up to his eyeball. That's not a word, debted. No, but, but it, it, the it problem was the buyout, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it was, it was the interest the rate that yeah. killed him because yeah. I think it was like 14% interest yeah. rate when you should be getting a load of like 0.3. But he it said, <clears> you can't do this. You're not going to make money on it. He thought, like he always does, I'm doing it and whatever happens, it doesn't matter because I'll just walk off anyway. So why not just do it? And it makes me feel good. But the, the guy in the documentary said they basically had to bring in a million pound a day to break even. And they said this to him and somebody said to him, look, this isn't going to work. And how much would and he that was be sacked. against sort of, say, for example, a Vegas, like a top Vegas? Oh, yeah, I don't know how much. But he basically said, look, you, you're going to have to make more than... I mean, it. that seems like a lot. The, the guy that, said that does, yeah. no casino in the country makes that amount okay, of money. Fine, fine, right, yeah. And but he, and he already tall. owned two on the strip, on the same strip as well. The, oh. the, the Taj Mahal was his third casino, literally on the same road. Well, it was the yeah. biggest. Well, it was supposed to be the biggest. Uh, but but people were like, uh, you're sort of competing against yourself, yourself yeah. really? Because you already owned... But again, there's no common sense with him, is it? It's just that's bigger I want the best like that's all it comes down to if you get business structure and I think why a lot of his like with the Taj failed the guy was saying half the um, the machines weren't working like when when they opened they just like half of them weren't working he went on to say oh they blew up because they were being so overused just what pure bullshit <laughs> But um, they literally says on the video, they didn't know that they were so overused, they, they just blew up. Like, just I just love his, I mean, this is, this, is, this is not to say I love Donald Trump, but I love his, everything can be twisted, everything can yeah. be turned, everything can make yeah. it. It was, you know, it was so used that yeah. it blew up. Yeah. And when actually not making enough work. money we're making too much money yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. it was like a double negative <laughs> we, closed it, we, yeah. we didn't have anywhere to put D the money didn't have anywhere to put the money so yeah. we just stopped yeah. you know, it's I felt up. bad for the other people <laughs> they felt bad so we, we closed it but I think like because again he's a con man okay yeah. and I think he's the biggest in it. I think he doesn't he, he's just on autopilot he's not intelligent with it he's just that's what he's figuring things out but I think what he does is he he's so careless with actually running a business he just wants the, the notion of having that title open stuff and then if you were a ceo you'd be quite um you'd make sure the right people are in the right places with him it's just who do i like who puts up with my shit put them in charge which are usually idiots and i think that's I've probably why it's like that though to be fair i'm i'm i want that a lot of his businesses fail because all these casinos and hotels i think he just gets people in that he likes you know he goes with that gut instinct of his mm. and then just goes well right, get on with it but you, you know, they're no good at the job. I mean, look at the what's who's the sec? Is it the press secretary? No, who's the the oh the FBI thing? The guy who just come that said the report he was exonerated. Oh, like, Muller. Muller. I mean, he just throws people into places and said, "Yeah, get on with it." Like, but you don't go. You no know, process of interviewing or they just do you like let, like me 
go and do the job. And that's why all these businesses fail. Because if you own the business, you put people in place that run the business regardless of what you want to say. You'd like to think so, But uh, to, to be fair, someone else said this, but his Rolodex is getting quite thin nowadays. Because <laughs> well, now, yeah. everyone's in like prison. Head, everyone's yeah, everyone's in prison. Or, or currently under indictment. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, he's running out of people. This is why the family's taking such a big role now. Because but you see the pus are coming around. Like somebody, the man, main man's sick and you just see the pus. They get absorbed in. You see, stop. Like the Sarah Sanders thing. Just He finds people that were just... They're those type of. They're the people that will sell cigarettes. They're the people that will promote oil being burning. Yeah, it's like good. these. It's a cycle. These lobbyists, isn't it? Yeah, and they work for. They'll work for whoever and wherever. Yeah, more so in America. And it's the go-to people. You always go to the same. And it's people. like, oh, you know, no, um, we don't need renewable things. So you live on this planet too. Yeah. So when it's like, you know, when it's uninhabitable, <laughs> you're going to still have to live here. I know you're going to get paid a lot. You're probably getting paid a lot. But that's the thing I think is weird with these lobbyists. I can understand certain things, but when it's things like. This planet you're making, these people that you're working for, that you're speaking for, that you're trying to do, they're making this planet uninhabitable. But that's what I'm saying. He, like, like attracts like, and yeah. they don't really care about the effects, like him, of what happens afterwards. I just want to be that person. And it's not, not for he's got a young else. son. You think, don't you want Baron to not be living, you know... Having to stand on top of a no, skyscraper, I said, that's I think he's got to do it for himself, isn't he? Fighting, yeah. fighting uh, everyone for the last t- uh, tin of beef, corned beef, because that's all that's going to be left yeah. on the planet. You know, it's just like I, right. I, I fighting over a tank of gas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think people still don't realise like how bad he is. Like I think you impart even low level emotions onto him, thinking, "Well, he would he think this? Would he and go? No, you really have to understand." He's just hollow inside. He's not bothered about really family. Because I, I wonder, I, I'm, I sort of think how much of this is an act and how much of this is the the real thing and what does he, what does, what really does he really think and how much of it and what's scarier? What's, is it scarier that he believes some of the things he says? Even down to the simple, even down to the simple bullshitty, um, you know, oh, they were playing the machines so much, that's what broke them. But this is what I say what a pathological liar is. It's somebody that lies regardless of whether it benefits him or not. He just automatically lies. I always think it's fascinating, though, when you read. Because it's not just about whether, you know, you're just trying to puff yourself up. and But you, you, you see it from him when they talk to you. You know, you'll be having a conversation with someone. And, you're, and inside you're going, I know this is all of this yeah. is a lie. But I'm nodding along and going. And it's like, yeah, embarrassing but I'm sure. But also, it's like, I'm sure you must know, I know you're lying. No, but see, there you're doing it. You're yeah. imparting an emotion that they're lower level than yeah. that. It's they like, don't care. I know your dad didn't uh, didn't lift heavy right. weights than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, Why are you telling me that? Okay, okay yeah. And I had this the other day. I'm not going to go into the details, but I had this the other day. Oh, this this woman details. said, okay, I was talking to a nurse. Yeah. Um, long story, got family. It's not very good. Oh, I was talking to a nurse and she was saying some stuff. And I was like, uh-huh okay and i was like i'm not entirely sure that's right because she was saying that basically if you lie down for more than an hour an enzyme comes up and breaks down your muscles and you can't like <laughs> can't stand up and i was like <laughs> your spidey sense I was like, okay yeah yeah <laughs> i was just like okay yeah uh-huh okay are you right. sure this was a nurse and it wasn't just like you were on the children's ward with a mental patient with a uniform um, yeah exactly like genuinely and i was thinking <laughs> i said this to my mom later i was just like i don't None of that stuff was because <laughs> was factory true. She's like, no, no, I didn't really understand anything. That isn't, yeah, because she said she, I was like, surely that means if you go to sleep, you couldn't sleep for more than about twenty minutes because like you just yeah. die, perish. Yeah, you just, just be like up a some puddle. desiccated. You'd be like a puddle yeah. or something. You know what I mean? But that's that's what I mean. But even that, that's somebody where you think they're trying to be. F- they want to feel like they're intelligent mm. or something. When you're a pathological liar, it doesn't matter whether it's beneficial or not. I just say anything. 
It's not a, I'm just trying to trick you. I'm not trying to make myself feel better. Yeah. It's, it's not just, even, it's not for like, benefit or gain. Sometimes. It could be you know like, I mean? who, uh, who, who did you see at the, who, um, me, somebody, who came to the podcast today? Oh, I, um, yeah, there's some people there and Andrew brought one of his friends. And then you go, why would he say that? No, yeah. like there's nothing to be. Oh, gained. I just saw Brad Pitt outside. And you yeah, go, no, but see again, that's, that's ego. If I said, "Oh, some beautiful women came in" or whatever, but if I just said, "Oh yeah, Andrew was there um, and uh, some women came in, or uh, he brought his mate with him," you go, "Why did he lie about that? There's nothing to be gained there." That's a pathological lie because mm. the thought process isn't trying to gain anything. Yeah. It's just that's what they constantly do. You're just creating your own reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but now you know, if you get to forty, I understand if you're a kid and you yeah. don't have to grow up. But when you've just been, you've no, you have no responsibility. There's there's no whether I say something is a lie or it's not. I never have to um, uh, make up for anything because I just move on to the next thing. So it, it, it creates that brain where nothing that you know the synapses don't fire that way anymore. But um, in what, the only time he's had to. Um, produce anything about his financial records like legally was when he wanted to go to uh, open up the thing in the Atlantic uh, um, the casino at the Atlantic New York in New Jersey so he had to give in his taxes and about what he'd actually done it's the only time he's had to do it like oh. hand them all in um, so it's 1981 so he went to he had to get the, the license from the New Jersey Casino Control Committee so he had to hand everything in like, there's no way oh, around it oh it's a gaming license yeah thing. that's it yeah okay, right. Think about the Godfather too. Yeah, like, like the guy. Or from Casino, the, Casino. Yeah, they Casino, had yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they found Trump was l- worth less than five million dollars. Like, and I think at this point he's claiming to be a billionaire. So I'm a less billionaire. Than five million dollars as well. Yeah, but you're not claiming <laughs> to be a billionaire. Um, five million dollars. Um, and by this time he'd already been reported in the Forbes that you know he's hundreds of millions or whatever billionaire. Um, but How the, do they? I'm oh, sorry, I'm just unwrapping cough sweet here. Yeah, I know. Just about do to it say. quickly. Just don't, don't, don't try. Can we just say you like... are unwell and I'm unwell? So if there's a lot of yeah, Charles, why are... can't you be unwell as well? Yeah, because I've been through it. My uh, mighty Wolverine um, <laughs> yeah. level of uh, um, <laughs> antibodies. Yeah, right, just um, yeah. So he's worth five million dollars now. The, the his biggest con, which I think really everything is built on this, was the problem with the Forbes. Now. He had a habit. Is it the Forbes? The Forbes. Yeah, I just made that up. Um, the Forbes magazine, which brought out, I think it was the first time they did the Forbes rich list, <clears throat> 400 most richest people. And they didn't, he went phoned up as somebody else, like he did John Barron, John something. Yeah, that's his he had a couple yeah, of names. Weird. Yeah. Um, and he basically. And his son's name Barron, which I think is oh, a bit no. weird. Yeah, his son's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A slightly different spelling. I think the fake John Barron Jeez. is the fake John Barron as opposed to the real one. But John Barron. <laughs> That Baron is two R's, and I think his son is one. As so in, that's a, another know, the, little the sickness. You go. It's like a weird. Yeah. What is this Baron <clears throat> word that you like? There's some. He read a book when he was younger Baron about Trump. The, yeah, some von Baron yeah, something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, he's not peeling the layers back. It, it's um, it's very aspirational. It's like um, yeah. sometimes you get like kind of. Uh, people from Africa called like Prince yeah, or well, like yeah. King or something. Yeah, it's very sort of that, yeah. as aspirational. Yeah. Doctor as a first name. You the know what I mean? The name. Doctor as doctor a first, first name. Yeah, because they want their kids to have something aspirational, right, positive, yeah. and you know. So, so, so it's almost it's like, like that. psychosomatic. Yeah. But here's the Once name. Once if you become an actual doctor, then you're doctor, 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 doctor. like major, major in yeah. Catch Twenty Two. Yeah, this is. Yeah. We, we, he was, was major, major, major. <clears> actually, wasn't why was Doctor No called Doctor No? Because he was a medical doctor and he'd been to. Yeah, he was an actual doctor. Was he a registered uh, doctor? I'm assuming. I don't think he was a GP with but, his No, but hands, my point is the know. no. What's Dr. No? No is his last name. Yeah. Oh, right. So what was his first name? 
I don't know. Doctor. Julius, isn't it? Dr. Julius Snow, I thought it was. Oh, it's been a long no, time. No, it was his first name. There's no reason for that. It seems a weird choice. of. It's just because it sounds cool. Oh, it's more the, the name of it, what it sounds like. Okay. Um, right, so we're up to you. So, um, That's yeah, another so, podcast. So basically, he bullshitted the Forbes. The problem was... I just can't believe they didn't fact check it. This is the problem. Yeah. He slipped through the net and nobody checked. So how did he do all his businesses afterwards? He didn't prove anything to anybody other than selling the fact I'm in the Forbes magazine. He would literally say, there's what I do. Mm. So the thing all, was all built on a mistake that they didn't actually check what he was worth. And then because he was in the magazine, he then literally used the magazine to raise investment for companies because he was in there. People thinking, I, I'm assuming you have to be checked and vetted, which you usually do. Um, so it was everything about branding and licensing his name came after the Forbes magazine. So that little mistake was then his selling pamphlet. It's quite gutsy. Well, it's again, he's just a, he's a con man. So his main purpose in life is conning constantly. So you could walk in. If this wasn't real life, this could be like quite a fun sort of caper film. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it will be. Well, but, so, if he wasn't president, yeah. just quite frankly, like if he was just some business scumbag. Like, if like, catch me if you can, you know. Yeah, yeah, if he was just some business scumbag, it'd be fine. And it's only the fact that he's president, really, that, that all of a sudden these things become worthy of analysis, yeah. become worthy of dissection, really. Well, it's, it's like the draft, you know, the alleged, or well, draft dodging isn't a legal term, but you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, he got these deferments because it, so do 15-odd other, other million people. I don't have a problem with dodging, dodging the draft. Like, to, like, re, like refusing yeah, to go to get, the Vietnam yeah, War. Yeah, I don't like, want to get shot at, so I'm like sort genuine, of, yeah. Like, genuine, I'm not going yeah, yeah, to go fight Vietnam, no way. Somebody said recently, on, it was on the radio, and they were saying about it's hard, because they were talking about Trump coming to celebrate something in the army, and it's, they, this guy basically said... It's the D-Day commemoration. He said it's yeah. hard for this guy to turn up for us to sort of salute him, knowing that he's the sort of guy that our dad's fought against, <laughs> like everything he stands for. <laughs> it's like really odd. Um, right, so at the time when he was, he, uh, they uh, valued him at $5 million, less than $5 million at the time, he was claiming to have $3.7 billion in a letter that he went, he phoned Forbes. It, it, and what year, would, what, what year would this have been? I think so. It's in early nineties. The casino so opened in nineteen seven. Is a huge ninety nine. Not like three point seven billion is an insignificant number now, but back in the nineties, that must have been. Mm. Yeah. So or would that be in today's money? Who knows? I oh, I think everything's probably in equivalence. To be oh, okay. Fair. So it, it might yeah, be. Right, yeah. Right, I'm assuming they would. Yeah. Again, nothing to sniff at. No one. Ugh, yeah. Three point seven. But, but it's a quite. A big we, we do live in a world of trillionaires now. Um, yeah. So basically, that was because he phoned the the, the Forbes as John Barron and said Trump's worth this, Trump's worth that. It got written down. Somebody picked that piece of paper up. Blah, blah, blah. It just slipped through the net. And then he used that magazine as proof to other people from all over the world. This is what I do. I'm not giving you nothing. Here's my name. Do you want it or not? So it was really just a, he just slipped in. He was just greasy and it just worked. Mm. And then everything, all the licensing, the hotel, it was all built on this name thing. Um, yeah. So the, uh, the Trump, the, the, the Taj Mahal, which is his uh, worst thing, was a uh, boss loss, was the, in 1990 opened. It was all basically bought, built on bullshit. People said to him, look, this is not going to work. It financially doesn't make any sense. This isn't going to work. And that's where, if you had somebody in charge that knew what they were doing, and he didn't. So it went, that he sacked the people that told him, literally sacked them, um, uh, well, phoned their bosses to sack, get him sacked because they were saying, they actually put something out in the paper to say, look, this isn't going to work. It doesn't make any sense. That guy got sacked, they opened up, and then six years later, they went defunct. Now, he put Ivana in charge, didn't he? Who? Ivana. 
first oh yeah i mean basically she, they say when she i say in lost charge her, i mean she had a salad yeah, she was you know. <laughs> but he, she was running things really like he he when he got rid of her like he'd lost out because she was running a lot of shit. Like people admired her as the business mind in it. She's, um, yeah, I've got a lot. Yeah, I've got a lot of time. And for I her. don't want to over skip the fact that when he was um, they were coming up to the first payment um, for the uh, for the interest of the, the loans um, a few days before they weren't going to make the payment and it was going to default, which is a big deal. Mm. And uh, his dad, a man, walked in rather into the casino. Um, and bought $3 million worth of chips. What do you think he did with it? Do you think he gambled with them on the blackjack? What, what did he do? Just lose it immediately? Just left them on the table and walked out? Uh, just walked out with them, didn't come back. And then uh, three days later, the, the, the default was £3 million down, and they paid it. Just a coincidence. It doesn't prove anything. But it turned out that the guy that was in there and bought the chips was worked for his uh, father, Fred Trump. That's another coincidence. A lot, a lot of coincidences, yeah. But even it's not very subtle at all, is it though? And even at that point, like his dad is still going fucking but hell. Why didn't, but, but why didn't why didn't someone I don't know whoever would look into the FBI one? They go, well, clearly this is some kind of massive. This is theft. Well, there's no law. It's money there's laundering. No, well, it's a lot. It's a lot. This is money laundering. But again, like Trump, nothing gets put down on paper. So, well, how can you prove it? A man walked in and buy chips. Not illegal to walk back out with them. Okay, what's well, my dad? What what? You know, but it's basically putting money into the business by, as he does, surreptitious methods. Like just no. moving it all around. Isn't yeah, it? Just I mean, they out. say uh, something recently said the reason he talks to people is because he doesn't like things being written down, and he says like, I don't, like in, oh, there's one of those things, just a little thing, but talking about like, like the people uh, like uh, goes to like in the, the the documentary, the Scottish one, um, the you've been trumped. The old boys had his water cut off, like he's just been cut off. They said because uh, he wouldn't move, and they built up a load of mud around his house and all this stuff that the building work that was going on around him. Tortured and tortured, turns water off. Journalist goes down to see the guy who owns, who's the manager of the site. Just seems like a fucking arsehole, like being cocky and you know silly weird shit. Is that camera on and all that sort of stuff? Kicks him out. And just a little thing as they're leaving. He said, I'm a journalist and I'm not doing anything. I'm just asking questions. Said, oh, are you trying to catch me out? I said, no, I'm just a journalist. I'm just asking questions. And as he comes out, the manager that Trump's hired to run this building worker, he says to the cameraman, that's a nice camera. Is it expensive? And you think, oh, you fucking low level thug. Like, oh, yeah, but that's what Trump's like. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Yeah, shame, if someone, shame if someone set fire to that camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But his thing is just like in his businesses, you don't say stuff. You'd like Cohen said, you don't, he doesn't tell you to do anything. We said, wouldn't it be nice if oh, I wish that problem would go away? You know, he, that's what he does, but because he had mafioso though, but that's exactly what it is. Um, you know, calling people rats, you know, it, that's his mindset yeah. is that. But, um, it, well, apparently, I mean, there's stories of him and his dad's going down when he was uh, very young, it was about seven or eight, him and his dad used to go down to work sites at the weekend and pick up unused nails from the site. Oh, to you, like type, to use, type yeah, because they because because he was just that like, well, there's like no a point, Trump, yeah, yeah, there's no there's no point in uh, this nail going to waste, and they used to go around and pick up like little bits of equipment, little bits, of, um, you know, uh, building material, whatever, just just to save some pennies, you know. Well, see, but what were they using them then for? What the next job? Yeah, well, the same job. But see, that just see, people sure say efficient. Fred Trump, he was very, he knew what he was doing, even though he you know he's funding money to his son. That seems more like a Fred Trump thing. That's a logical thing to do. 
even though it's tight fisted, you go, yeah, pick up the loose and send them. Mm. Trump would never do that. Donald Trump would never no, do that. He wouldn't. He's not too because he doesn't think about anything that's happening. I just want to know that I'm doing something and my name's on it. I don't actually care if it fails or not. I think it's uh, this can sound quite uh, me bad, but like, here we go. But I think it's very telling that you know he's the family home that the Fred Trump home that he built. He built this this very reasonably expensive uh, big mansion, but it was in one of the roughest neighbourhoods in. New York, you know, so he has a beautiful house in an area no one wanted to live in. Yeah, and that's very. I'm ten- assuming very high walls and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they never saw any private drivers, and they, you know, because you couldn't go down to the local shop. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't step out the step out the area because the whole place. And it was the 70s and 80s. So I mean, crack and heroin. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the crack explosion. Just driving to school in a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was all very dodgy. But like, I think that's very telling, really, that you know, that he was he was the. The richest, the, he had the most beautiful house in in Dump. You know, he was literally king of king of the king of the rubbish tip. Um, right, there's just a little lie that the, the, so the guy Jonathan Greenberg who um, spoke to him early on. It was just a thing about the way he thinks. So they said they were talking about. So he was basically he said to the guy that he owned almost all of the the, the Trump properties at that time. The Trump name. Turned out he owned barely anything, like nothing. He was saying, then he was building up the business of how many they had, even though it wasn't his. So he's lying about how much they had yeah. of not his. And um, so this Jonathan Greenberg uh, spoke to him and he said, um, um, we've got like 25,000 condos and they're worth $40,000 each. What is a condo? I, like, you hear it I think it's a studio. I think that's what a studio is. I think. Yes, I thought it was a bungalow. Oh, I'm not I don't know. I, 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 I think I, 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 our producer's going to have to get on this. Can we yeah. smaller than a flat? Because I hear it, <laughs> you hear it all the time. It's a very American. I never yeah. hear it. Only, I, I know somebody had a condo and it's a two-bedroom apartment. Okay. So I don't know what Okay, condo. so it might just be like a... It might be a term just for them that we don't use, like an apartment block or maybe a flat and apartment block. No. That's condor. Has it got wings? Anyway, baited breath here. Yeah. No, okay. So anyway, so he said there were 40,000 each. Now, the guy, Jonathan Greenberg, he said, I questioned him about the value. He said, surely they can't be worth that much. And he went, okay, about £20,000 each. Whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. Make a deal. We'll make a deal. It's fine. Um, it turns out they were £9,000 each. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, if you're listening to this, Google it. <laughs> yeah, I think okay. you have to Google it. So it's, okay, the, yeah. it's the... It's the okay. That's very odd. Right, so, and just... Well, we've learned nothing, but thank you anyway. <laughs> so, um... I'm more confused now, but they're the things. He, um, uh, yeah, so he basically said uh, he owned all of it. It turned out he owned zero equity in it, and they were worth a quarter of what you said, but he halved it immediately. Didn't he half the um, Empire State Building at one point, though? Oh, don't know about that. Oh yes, I think he did for a couple of years. Yeah, and, and he, but I think he said if he if he don't more, he'd have renamed it the Trump oh. Empire. Yeah, he wanted to name it the Trump <laughs> Empire State or Trump State Building. Something yeah. Like that. Uh, well, when you some combination of the words, yeah. isn't the Empire it, Trump it, State Building, the yeah, State Trump Empire, so, some garbled word salad of <laughs> the Bigly, <laughs> the Bigly Trump <laughs> Building. When he. So the most this, stable Empire State. <laughs> yes. So at this point, it's just all these monies, all the tr- everything's just gone. It's just, they can't I keep just hold of any money. Oh, they cost 40,000 things. 
And yeah, no, that's said, not possible. I questioned oh, it. Mine, he went, okay, 20,000. Like, are you <laughs> bidding in reverse? What's yeah. going on? They're like, sounds a bit more reasonable. We get 10? And then like, yeah. <laughs> well, the fact yeah. they were $9,000, so this is the 70s or 80s, so this is, they were. I can this understand you inflating a bit, but yeah. for what it's times. To say the 90s shows, he probably just, he was guessing numbers. He didn't even know. He wasn't one that you're lying. He just had no fucking clue. He wasn't even mildly tapped yeah. into what it was worth. Um, and uh, so as he's into his 30s now so he's got sod all he had to borrow from other family members 35 million pound that he would inherit when his dad died so from like the trust or something yeah from them and would be given back to him when the dad so he's fucking borrowing money from the like the inheritance of when his dad's dead to other family members to pay them back do you know what I mean he's just grabbing anything that's of value alpha move yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah, so uh, that, that when he's like, that's future Trump's problem. <laughs> yeah. In uh, 2011, I never actually found out why the, a New York uh, judge, um, he must have handed some paperwork in for something, stated that, that they knew him. He said basically all of his money has come from his dad's inheritance. Like anything he's got now yeah. is from his dad's inheritance. That's in 2011. Obviously, two o'clock. Okay, we've got to move on. Um, and in the 2016 campaign, he claimed he was worth 10 billion. So that's just a load of bollocks. 10 billion. I mean, yeah. it's just a made-up number again. It's a made-up number. Yeah. Um, some things I did want to get into, actually. Um, has anyone from his school time, you know, has anyone come no, from no one said military anything, academy no. said, yeah, I used to give him wedgies? Um, I, well, I, don't think I so. have heard stories. I heard stories that he, um, one of the reasons he got chucked out of his first school and went to military academy is because he was, he threw something at the teacher. I think he threw something and hit the teacher But that would be, have to be quite a lot to, to get you chucked out of the school. I mean, um, I'm not saying like, oh, it's no thing to throw something at a teacher, but... But he was constantly, you know, giving chat, you know, refusing to do stuff and was physically... Uh, was physical, sorry, to, to some of the staff there, so... Uh, that's what Physical, I mean. like, violent or physical, yeah. like... Yeah, physical violent. Pussy grabbing. Violent. <laughs> no, that's it later on. Um, right, so his dad died in June 1995, age 93... Woohoo! I'm assuming that's what he said. Um, what what on his deathbed? That was <laughs> no, his last no, words. Trump. <laughs> oh right, Donald. Donald. Right. Um, so that. Uh, Woohoo! The so this is what happened. <laughs> so the Times reported in 1990. Uh, so I think it was five years before. Yeah, yeah, five years before his dad died. Trump had tried to con his own father by uh, rewriting Fred Trump's will and getting him to sign it. Um, the dad even then knew this. This is like Jeremy Kyle level kind of stuff, isn't it? This I mean, is a life of your father bailing you out. Yeah. The dad said, I knew there was something wrong. I think he said that you smelt something fishy was the quote. Um, so he got his daughter, who was the, the uh, federal judge at the time, to look at it. She stepped in <clears throat> and realized, she said, no, he's trying to move things around so that when you're dead, he gets everything. That, like he's trying to con the family basically. And, and, and had the younger um, sorry had the older brother died by this point yeah I think he died by this yeah he would have died a few yeah. years before um, so Fred Trump had to get so he didn't even want to share half he's just, his dad was, was saying that basically the, the, the whole thing's going to fail when I'm gone all the money's going to go because he's going to funnel it into businesses that are just going to fail yeah he's going to so, piss it up yeah. Before, yeah. and but, is there a mother still around is yeah Trump's she's still alive at this point yeah um, is, she, is she really yeah, she's Scottish. I don't know if she's still now, though. Oh, tell her, oh, like, I'm point. talking about... The... She did an interview on the BBC probably about 
10 years ago. I can't imagine they'd wheel her out when they just... She had that sort of Barbara Cartland look to her, sort of the fur jacket, the pearls. Because she was young, quite a bit younger than... uh, Fred Fred Trump, is that right? She's got a strong Scottish accent, if you see an interview with her. But that was about 10 years ago, so she'd have seemed fine then, but I'm not too sure. Um, But yeah, so basically he had to get a lawyer in to rewrite it, um, in quote, to protect his assets from DJT, which was was his company. Um, which were Donald Trump's uh, creditors. But um, so he had to get his daughter in to read it and say, no, this is bollocks. And now you have to rewrite it again. To I mean, that sure. must be really sort of heartbreaking to. Yeah, your dad's just going, them. I think at that point, you just know he's a piece of shit. But Jesse, you, you, you kind of think like, look, he's conned all these other people. He's conned, you know, yes, he's lied to me. Yes, he's taken, you know, he's always coming to me for handouts and everything. But here I am on my deathbed. Well, and listen, still... and he's looking for an angle. Yeah. And also he's trying to take it from my daughter, you know, half from my daughter you've got to look at just the whole family I just want it all so I can flitter I mean, it away there, is, is, is there a big you know did Fred have a lot of brothers and you know there are a lot of cousins isn't right, it, yeah. this and that Do you know? I think there were some grandkids was in part of the trust thing as well but basically he's angling it mm. so it wasn't like I get the money like written it was done in a way where the businesses the money would be funneled into those but he knew those businesses my son's an idiot so it's going to fail mm. um but anyway he wasn't sure so he got the the, the daughter in who was a judge to mm. check it through and she said yeah this is bollocks <laughs> so anyway but leave him alone you know why i'm saying leave him alone why who, he's, who are we leaving he's alone? apparently a religious man donald trump right he's claimed to be a religious man he's done he did some things in iowa where he's holding up a bible he read some bits of the quote of the bible flames <laughs> but it was funny he was using american <laughs> steam, <laughs> steam came along yeah. the hill, like, <laughs> so trump claims to be a religious man and say and he's quoted many times as saying the bible's his favorite book mainly the art of the deal and the no, bible i think, I think he was books. humble enough to say that the bible then the art of the deal I think he was humble. Yeah, enough, he, he, he was famous to say the art of the deal is my second favourite book. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, it's not very Humility. humble to say your second favourite book is your own book. <laughs> right, so... Um, it's like rappers saying, oh, my, what's your favourite album? Oh, well, my album. The yeah. album I just dropped. That's my favourite. That's my like, favourite uh, album of all time. Do you remember, we're still Alan, buying it anyway. Just Alan Partridge, he said, he was asked what was his favourite uh, favorite album of the Beatles. And he went, the best of the Beatles. <laughs> the best of the Beatles. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the best of the Beatles. <laughs> right, so um, he says about going to court and things like this and uh, going to... Um, uh, church and the Bible is his favourite thing, but his pastor from from where they grew up and the way he got married and all the family used this church just piped up on Twitter when he heard him talking like this. So David Lewicki was his past Trump's family pastor, tweeted about Trump's claim from religious um, proclivities. The tweet read. I was Donald Trump's pastor for five years at Marble Church. I assure you, he had the option to come to Bible study. He never opted in, nor did he even actually enter the church not one time end quote well he hadn't been invited over the threshold so. yeah exactly. <laughs> he was it's, it's, it's like difficult. Dracula he has to be invited yeah, 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 into yeah, the, yeah. Um, and uh, anyway so he was on uh, you watch this video we even put some soil from his homeland <laughs> for him to rest in but uh, in 2015 he was on Bloomberg politics show which was the night after he'd been to Iowa holding up the Bible and reading verses um, which he couldn't read properly so he was, I was just riffing I'd love mumbling his way <laughs> riffing and he was going there tremendous the that's a tremendous quote all that sort of oh, stuff oh god um, so one of them just said oh like it's great that you're Christian blah 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 he said um and you've got to watch it. He said, could you give me a couple of your favorite verses or quotes from the Bible? And like, genuinely, he's not trying to trick him. He said, this like, because this was the night before he's holding the Bible. Um, he'd been rallying the night before in Iowa. Trump said, quote, I wouldn't want to get into it. It's very personal. 
end quote. When pressed by the second host of the show to answer, well, which do you prefer, the Old and the New Testament? He said, quote, um, probably, pause, equal. <laughs> so that's how specific he got with it. Yeah, but that's also, is that maybe trying not to, um, you know, no. some people are more for the No, 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 no. So you're doing it again. You're giving him too much credit. What he thought is, I don't know the difference between the two. That's the, yeah. And that, I that, don't that, want to say that. one thing because I might be the wrong one. So I'm just going to go, um, equal. Because the Old Testament has equal. more battles. Um, yeah, he doesn't know. But the New Testament he doesn't know the difference. The big battle one, at the end. Yeah, well, well New harder, Testament's shorter, I think. So, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's a bit more, it's a bit more chilled out. And it's yeah, some of it, some of it. Some of it. Um, right, I'm going to speed up a little because I want to get onto some bits. But um, did you watch the re- so the briefings haven't been going on? Sarah Sanders hasn't been doing any briefing. They've done two in 2019, whereas they've done Soddle two briefings, official briefings. But they did one recently last week, and it was for the Bring Your Kids to Work Day. Have you seen the video? No. Right. So they did it, and it's basically kids, and she's up there in the podium, and then they speak, and it's like, what? Who's Trump's favorite ice cream? You know, that's that sort of stuff. Oh, well, so it's just a, uh, the press. Yeah, it's an official thing. Like, it's bring your kids to work day in America. So they brought kids into isn't, the world. Isn't every day for him bring your kids to work? Yeah, day. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'll be here all week. Thanks, <laughs> Dad. So, um, and you can watch the video of this now. Yeah. So he goes out onto the lawn. So. This is Trump talking to kids. What? Go and watch it. I've seen, the, wait, this the Cub Scout. I've seen the Cub Scouts. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, so he says, quote, I see beautiful children, products of the media, and actually I like you more than you like, I like your parents, end quote. It's a bit harsh. So he's having a moan at About the their kids. mum and Watch dad. it. This is, you see him say, mm. I like you more than your parents. Um, anyway, so they showed the kids. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. I like you more than your parents like you, or I like you uh, more this than is I the like quote, your parents? I see beautiful children, products of the media, and actually I like you more than your parents. I'm assuming he means more. I like you more than your parents. Your Remember, journalist parents. Remember, a lot of his no. quotes, they're a bit gobbledygook. Like, as I was writing them down, I had to reread them and go, that doesn't make sense. So he doesn't, he's not good at forming uh, com, um, uh, sentences. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So, but it's only when you put it on, you look at it in oh, words. So the transcripts, I, I've got actually uh, printed out like one or two transcripts. Like, and it's, it's like, it, it's like someone just took some words and just yeah, threw you, them against the wall, like some sense, scrabble yeah. and, just, and just sort of rearranged them. It's like, um, it's like cut and paste um, poetry. It's like kind of, <laughs> um, uh, Gins, uh, uh, William thingy, what's it? Shakespeare? No, um because uh, so William isn't much of a clue, I'm afraid. No, <laughs> it's worth. Who was the the guy? You know, forty the beat uh, the beat poet, cut and paste. Guy. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I read some of his books. The only beat poet I can ever Naked think of is Ginsburg. Oh, um, yeah, Gins- William. Uh, it's not Baldwin, but it's um, it's some. I know, you, <laughs> totally yeah, I know who you're naked. It's William. Anyway, yeah, sorry, it's like yeah, but it's literally like a cut and paste thing with this oh, guy. Okay created uh, poetry and sort of novels by literally just getting a bunch of words and phrases and just snipping them up and then just rearranging them and it's like that and it's kind of this weird kind of rhythm and beat to it well so it's naked lunches all the different chapters yeah so these kids have been shown around the white house and all that sort of stuff you know paintings of various people so he went on to say quote you've seen pictures from people all over the world talented talented people I wish they could make me look just a little bit better. Sometimes I think they do it on purpose, actually. Aww. So he's saying that he's having a pop at people to the kids, <laughs> even about the parents. You know, I like your parents more. Than, you know, what I mean, this is just pathetic. Like, it, does, it just makes him sound a little bit sad, doesn't it? Just a little um, bit. So that's a couple of his ridiculous quotes. So I've got some other stuff here because we haven't got long, so I'm going to try and uh, ramble through. I like this was meant to be the early years where we're, we're pretty much up to well, date. No, no, I mean, we're, we're, okay, so. Um, 
Right. What was his wife's name? It's not Ivanka. It's Melania. That was because Ivanka is his Ivana. daughter. Ivana was the first wife. The, the wife, second yeah. one was <clears throat> Martha Mar- Maples. Martha Maples. Yeah. So he married Ivana in 1977. I think she was. She's on. She, she's on a fourth marriage now. So that's the woman. Um, he cheated on Ivana with Marla Maples, who's an actress presenter. Um, then he got a new girlfriend. Um, what was her bloody name? Uh, anyway, but he took her. Oh, it rhymed with Carla. So that was the big thing. She Carla was her name. So the <laughs> the, the newspapers loved that. So he went from Marla to Carla. Um, to Melania. Anyway, so he, he um, well when he went with Marla, he took Marla on holiday with him with Ivanka when things were not going well. So that was nice of him. Take the family away and take your girlfriend away. They had a, there was a big fight. Some say like went physical, but it was in a restaurant where she was basically saying, I love your husband. You don't love him. So that was nice of him to take her and it all kicked off. So then he got married to Marla. Um, apparently there was a lot of, um, he's, he, the, the, uh, Ivana phoned a journalist, Liz Smith. Yeah. Liz Smith, from the daily news. She got a call. Um, when things had gone tits up, because he was, it looked like he's got that abusive mindset. And she said, um, Ivana phoned me in tears and said, Can I meet? And he, she said, Yeah. And they met in my When you say abusive mindset, what do you mean? Like physically? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was rude to Empire. He didn't like her being the centre of attention. And then when you take your girlfriend, your new girlfriend that you're having an affair with on holiday to with your wife, that's a, that's a controlling thing. That's a bit like fuck they, you sort um, of thing. They'd had, they'd been having an affair. There's okay, no, fine. okay. Um, Quite a public affair. At that and then point, she like the basically went up to her and she started an argument with Ivanka, saying, Ivana, saying like "fuck you" sort of thing, like "I love him, you don't." Like, that's on the holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's so an odd, but what was it's it, a, what that's was an his, abusive mindset? What, what was his pitch to take her on the holiday? Well, his thing he kept out of all this, so he doesn't even mention any of this. He, doesn't quote, he, he didn't say, "Oh, I'm just bringing my." Friend. I'm assuming it might have been a family, you know. I think in America, people do that. Bring people, especially to Aspen. It's quite a, you know, bring your cousin, bring your friend, sort of thing. It's a, it's a tourist. It wasn't like, oh, she's my I PA. Think, I think it was a it family. I think been. it was a family kind of thing, a friend's family. You know, sometimes okay, you fine. get, you know, different families. Anyway, so Ivana um, uh, uh, met with Liz, um, the uh, New York Daily News caller, and she, she said. Um, uh, she met up she said she was in tears she gave me a big hug she said oh like Donald doesn't want to be with me anymore uh, be with me anymore so Liz Smith from the New York uh, Daily News uh, phoned him up and Trump said to her there's a quote I don't want to sleep with women who've had a children end quote fair play I mean I don't want to sleep with <laughs> I totally, women I totally get children. that yeah. this is a wife I don't want to sleep with women who've had children look at you sniggering like <laughs> um, yes yeah, so, uh, do you want to for the record uh, say that that was a joke Charles <laughs> Um, He's relying on the visuals again. We're on audio. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll walk it back then. Yes, yes, that yeah. was a joke. But Wink. The, no. Uh, but when he's saying that, does he mean like, so even his own wife? Yeah, well, that's what she said. She said, what, even your own wife? I didn't get the quote after, but basically the quote was, I don't want to sleep with women who have had children. So, so not like, oh, that have had children with other men kind of thing. Just I think, not it, that's I better, think he's saying this to a journalist that he knows yeah. a journalist. I think it's another that abusive thing. It's a, He's sending out a nasty message to her. He's trying to hurt her. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. That's what the abusive mindset is. then didn't is. he have a child with Mahala? Yeah. I mean, I obviously left her. But then Tiffany, yeah, who we never hear about. But anyway, so he... Probably sensible for her. Marla didn't last. <laughs> he got rid of her and went with Carla <laughs> and then ended with Carla. Bruni. Yeah. Um, I did have a quote. Did you read the quote about when he phoned up a John whatever? And um, he he phoned... Uh, hang on, let me try and find it here. So then, so he then had Carl... So, so then his girlfriend was Carla. <laughs> and then he got rid of her and got Marla. 
No, I thought you were, I thought it went Marla than Carla. Oh, Carla? sorry, no, Marla than Carla. Yeah, you're right. And then how long was he? Why? Why he likes his A's at the end of women's names. It helps if it rhymes. Yeah, it's just yeah, easy yeah. to remember. Marla, Carla, Marla. But um, why? Um, it's not to to piss on her chips, but why? Because obviously, Ivan he was married to and had children with. Yeah. Then he, he had a child with Marla, and they were married. Yeah. Obviously, Milana is, is his current wife and the first current wife is Ivan <laughs> anticipating divorce um, and the first lady. Even so, why is Carla um, notable? Because oh, I'm assuming he must have had other girlfriends. Um, I don't think marriages. he's particularly notable. I think she was just, She's just the one it, in between. It was the rhyming right? name that said oh, everyone okay, loved fine, the right. fact that, that they could just put on that. Otherwise, it'd just be another bird. So it's not like man. they were together for um, 10 years. No, and they seem to be fairly friendly about the divorce. So I think he just got bored and she hey, got Marla bored. Or yeah. Carla. No, but what I'm saying is, why, why is Carla? Marla's significant after Marla. She's not. She's not. Marla's they just con- like the fact that her name yeah. rhymes. It was basically, they said, oh, this is like a godsend. I don't think, like I said, even after with Marla, there was no big thing. It just didn't work out and they were polite to each other. Because um, um, what's this relationship like with Ivana beyond? I think they sort of talk, but I don't think there's any she sort of. She did some bonkers interview where she was saying, no, I'm the first lady. And that was um, my impression of Ivana. I don't know about that. She has I regret it immediately. She's, she's been relatively um, uh, politic about his presidency, yeah. as in she hasn't come out been critical but yeah. she did do that one interview where she was saying i'm the real first lady and everyone knows it and, and, and it's like well you're dem- you're not love because you're not married no, to and, and, <laughs> well i think she still gets some echoes of like being part of that trump thing so she doesn't want well, she's the uh, mother of the what is it ivanka don jr and yeah, eric yeah, yeah. Well, i suppose they got kids together so yeah, yeah they got three, three but she's on her four yes, i think yeah. she got married after that she does love getting married yeah. to be fair um before I forget, so just one of these stupid things about Trump. So there was um, about him putting on the fake voices. Yeah. So Sue Coswell, uh, yeah, Coswell, a journalist from People Magazine once, um, got a call from a guy called John Miller, who was one of his... Oh, okay. I he likes his John's, one. yeah, um, to speak with her. Now, she knew about everything about the Trump. She'd been going back as a forge with him. She knew everything. And he said, suddenly this guy, Trump... She said, when the guy started saying he worked for Donald Trump, she said, oh, it's funny that he sounds exactly like Donald Trump. He's hired somebody that sounds so exactly like him. So he didn't even like try him. to put on a voice? If you listen to it, it's pathetic. It's him. And he uses words like awesome. Oh, well, they've, got and a, all, they've got a, there's yeah, audio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can listen to the audio on the documentary. Oh, that's yeah. quite funny. Yeah. Oh, and okay, it, it's him that. going, like, hi. Yeah, it's pathetic. Oh, no. And he used to speak, you, when he talks, you can hear it's him the way he talks. You know, he the, can't, the he cadence. can pay, he can pay like an intern. Right, so basically he said, I'm John Miller. Um, uh, and I'm his new PR manager. And she was like, that's quite a big role. Like, who is he anyway? Um, yeah, you think she would have heard of <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. said, I've never heard of him. I know the company. She actually had to phone up afterwards, the phone call, and spoke to the, the main girl that run everything for him and said, who's that guy? And she went, oh, that's the Donald Trump. Oh, so she immediately sold him <laughs> yeah, out. She went, oh, oh he, just, he just does that sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he um, just pretends to be like PR people. So they were talking about, uh, this is after the divorce fell through. He got this phone call. And he said, quote, so this is him, Donald Trump, with a funny voice. And he said, quote, he's somebody who has a lot of options. And frankly, he gets called by everybody in the book in terms of women. I mean, they call him. They just call actresses, people that you write about, just call to see if they can go out with him. Madonna called and want to go out with him. That I can tell you. I mean, he just phoned up. Madonna surprised it. Because I guess well, it's a lie. That. Yeah. He's basically phoned up a journalist and said, women love me and go and tell people. And oh, by the way, Madonna. It's not. It's not. Um it's not beyond the realms of sort of anything that, you know, um, someone's going to go with him just to be with his money or just to get photographed with him. If you're some young, you know, whatever. Yeah, but remember with him, it's what people are thinking of him is more important than what's going on. So he's just wants the story to be out there, to be known as someone. Has he ever had any sort of famous 
girlfriends, as it were. Only like porn star, but even then, it's not a girlfriend, is it? The oh, what, recently? Stormy Daniels? Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was an NDA attached. I mean, it, you can so. imagine he's banging birds all over the place and throwing money at. I mean, when he went to Russia, like this thing about they've got something on him. I yeah. mean, he's too dumb to know that if he went to Russia and they know he's a rich guy with a name, they haven't forethought. I Let's feel stick like some cameras do. up in yeah, this place honey and traps, throw a load yeah. of women at him, and we'll keep that in the stocks. It's the alleged. It's the legendary um, golden shower, isn't it? Yeah. But I sort of feel if you're going to go somewhere. You know, as a kind of guest, I'm like, right, that's not the time to do your kinky shit. Right, do but kinky shit he's elsewhere. gullible and he's stupid and he's on impulses. So they've gone there as yeah. mature people going, oh, this guy's coming over. Let's have the thing in Russia. What is it? The women's, uh, the, 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 what the women get trolled out to. What's it called? Honey the trap. No, the 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 award ceremony with the women looking beautiful. Oh, oh the Miss, Miss, Miss yeah, yeah. So that's what. Anyway, so he's done that. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's done that. So they got him over there and just thought this fucking idiot. Let's bung it. Yeah, don't do your kinky stuff. And like, he's you know, too stupid. Home. But I'm sure it's. I I think it was more of a sort of Godfather Part Two bit, as in you just go for a business trip somewhere and someone goes, "Hey, do you want to see something crazy?" And like they just go into a room and there's some weird shit going on. And you're like, "Huh, that's a bit weird." But knowing then, how they think and the cage, but you can go. They they were set up and that was just put in the bank vault. Oh, for very much so. Yeah. Um, right, so there's a thing, it was just about his mental health state. So, this is just one of the statements he had. Um, and I'm just, it was about, he was talking about the the climate thing because obviously he doesn't believe in anything like that. And I'm reading this out, and this is, I'm just going to read, and I rewrote, read this about a thousand times to make sure I hadn't missed words out. So, this is what he's talking about. Quote from Donald Trump One of the problems that a lot of people like myself have, we have very high levels of intelligence. But we're not necessarily such intelligent be- intelligence. Oh, right. But we're not necessarily such believers. You look at our air and our water, and it's right and it's right now at record clean. This was last year. A no. record clean. So that didn't makes no fucking sense. No. He went on to say, and when you're talking about an atmosphere, oceans are very small, and it blows over and it sails over. Talking about what? Po- pollution. No. It doesn't make any sense. No. That's verbatim. This is videos as you can watch this. Uh, in quotes. I mean, we can talk, we, we take thousands of tons of garbage off our beaches all the time that comes from Asia. It just flows right down the Pacific. It flows and we say, where does it come from? And it takes many people to start off with. Now, the interview that was playing the video... I'm just trying to, like... No, this is what I'm saying. The interview that was playing the video said, this makes... The words don't make any yeah. sense. So I'll just say it again. Quote, I mean, we take thousands of tons of garbage off our beaches all the time that comes from Asia. It just flows right down the Pacific. It flows, and we say, where does it come from? And it takes many people to start off with. So his, so his argument any- is what? That because there's... Asia has a lot of people. In yeah, it. but That's it's the ending of the same. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the bit where he says, again, quote, and when you're talking about atmosphere, oceans are very small. Yeah, that's what I don't. So again, he doesn't know anything, like nothing. He doesn't know anything. If he means like the ocean in terms of its depth is. No, he's not. He's not. He's, he, he, he's trying to say pollution is everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. So I thought I had it there. For there's a there's always a level of interpretation with all this stuff, and the, and this is one well, of the reasons why he's. So, I think, yeah, yeah, you have to sort of try and read into like what the actual meaning is and decipher yeah. it. 
And there's always a level of that. And this is why I think so many people read stuff into him. Like they say, oh, he's a, he's a good man. He's a good Christian. He's this, he's that. He's a Republican. He's a Democrat. He's this and that. Because he's so vague and loose with but everything. And it's so bizarre, all his statements. Intelligent people are trying to not get around the fact that he's not mentally well. So it's like the pencil on the floor in an art house. You start to build up stories about why the pencil's on the floor and is it a piece of art. <laughs> what you're trying to do is get around the fact of going, oh, no, he's not right in the head. Maybe that maybe he no he's not right in the head. Yeah. Um, right, so we're going to speed up. So uh, some of his failed companies. So I'm just going to go into them. You might have forgotten about them because uh, there's a lot more. Um, so these aren't bankruptcies. These are things that got sold on. Blah blah blah. It, well, it technically weren't bankruptcies, but the companies now run under this name. Um, Trump Airlines and they weren't sold for a profit. No, they were broken down and you know people. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't they go into bankruptcy section eleven, I think, or whatever it's called. Um, so Trump Airlines, yeah. Trump Beverages failed, Trump Board Game failed, Trump mm. Magazine failed, Trump Mortgages failed, Trump Stakes failed, the Trump Travel Site failed. I thought Trump Stakes were still going, or is no, that no? Trump Coms, yeah. which was a phone company, failed, Trump University failed, and Trump Vodka failed. So all these companies have failed, and they're not running anymore. So Trump University was another, yeah, basically, big the big scam, like big scam. Has that lawsuit did, been settled now? He did have to pay people back, because yeah. he was running for the, the policy, and they knew, they were trying to, they had to hurry it through, because he was going to become president, and then you wouldn't have been able to sue him. Um, but people were getting paid back, but nothing, they didn't get paid back properly for what had happened. Like he took, didn't they even have to stop calling it Trump University because it wasn't It wasn't a class of university. university. That was the main crime he committed, like so the, technically by the law. Because other than that, what people were saying is basically it was a sales pitch. Mm. So it wasn't a university, but he got in trouble for saying it's a university. But the, the, the main membership for that was $35,000. I mean, it was a proper con. When you look into it, it turned out you were supposed to be getting, men meet Donald Trump, you're supposed to be mentored ongoing, by somebody he had personally trained. So when it all fell apart and they, they got people and you can watch the interview online. Because I don't mind, yeah, it's a shame, obviously, I mean, maybe people shouldn't be sucking in by this thing, but I don't mind, for example, uh, there was a thing about Mar-a-Lago, you know, his the private members club and it's, you have to pay a hundred grand initiation fee and now it's gone up to 200 grand. Million, yeah. yeah, and oh, oh, okay, it's gone up even more. But that, I'm like, oh, these rich suckers want to hang out and say yeah. that they go to Mar-a-Lago, fine. Uh, let, take no, one woman there was on the, in the a, a documentary said there was a guy who came out of the, the, the army. He was a, an amputee, and um, basically he'd used all his money to mm. do this course to sort of build a life for himself. Um, and one guy that worked for them said, "Look, he started to realise what this was because it's not going anywhere. You're just getting in money from people." Um, and he tried to quit, and then they were going to try to get him. They ended up throwing him out of the building because this guy said, "I'm not doing this. This isn't like what I, I thought it was a thing. I thought it was a okay. university, not just get." money yeah it's a bit yeah that's because he wouldn't sign up certain people because they didn't have money and they were telling them they would make you give all your financial records out so they could help you but the, all they were good doing is trying to see how much credit you could get further on yeah. so you, they were telling you to immediately go out and get more credit so it was just a big fucking con um ruined a lot of people's lives um so then yeah that went tits up it turned out all the mentors um had never even met trump and they'd never been part of it. They'd worked for like retail food companies and th they had nothing to do with property. They said we never met him. There's one interview with the guys on there and it was quite f frankly talking saying, look, it was a sales pitch. That's all it was. It wasn't a thing. It was a guy who was like a Burger King manager. And then he <laughs> was like, he was sort of head of, head of economics at the department. But you can uh, earn quite good money. It's, um, being manager of Burger King. <laughs> no, as in, uh, yeah, being the actual king of the burgers. Um, I can't remember which chain it is, but they were talking about how they actually earn, you know, they can earn, up to, I think if you're 
a franchise manager. It's it's not one we have over here. It's I can't remember the brand now, uh, so it's not the best story. But then you know the, the the managers are earning you know 150 grand. They're like, why go to college? Uh, it's like an in and out burger it, it's not in and out burger but it's something it's one like of those, it's one, one of those, those ones we don't have yeah. yeah or we might have one or two in London and that's it but yeah they're earning 150 grand right so if, um, sorry yeah, this isn't very professional but uh, Karen what time is it it's uh, almost 2.30 okay oh. right we'll finish in five minutes so um, I've got two things to say so I said I thought I've been I was watching him anyway over because I like watching weird personalities to see how they play out and I try to match them with people I know so I've kept an eye on him and it was only recently where the things he's actually come out and said quotes that have stopped making sense and people start questioning his mental health. And I've come to the conclusion, something about it, that I haven't heard anybody say, and this is from me watching people and knowing his pattern, it matches up with my patterns and things. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's literate. I, from how he is and how his life has been and how he's surrounded himself with people and how he talks, he's like me in that, what he's done, he's put a lot of things in place so he doesn't have to read. Yeah, he said he's open though. He does say I don't read. No, but I'm saying I don't think he can read. Oh right. I uh, think from the start, people say he likes to make deals. He doesn't like paperwork. He doesn't like to read things as a thing. Thinking he's lazy, but I think he's just put things in place like I used to do of making sure I didn't have to read because it's too difficult to read. And there's a thousand. Not just the fact he doesn't read. That's an easy thing to say. It's, I was watching back his auto cue stuff and he does what I do where I write stuff down. It takes me a long time, but I have to write key words. So I just look at the key words and what he does when he reads stuff back, you can tell he's got an auto cue, but mm-hmm. he'll have a word and then riff and go off somewhere, have another word and he'll go off somewhere. And it's a constant, if you watch her patterns, Bigly, that's what tremendous. it does. And then it, he just fills Huge. in the gaps. He also does a thing that I used to do is where... I'm forgetting what I'm saying. So I say things like tremendous, absolutely magnet. And when I'm going off in that riff about terrible, terrible, or absolutely, completely, and what I'm doing is I'm holding my brain there because I'm trying to think of what's the next thing to say. Yeah. And that's why he does those things. Now, onto his tweets, you go, well, how he's tweeting. He only wants his own phone. He's very personal. He won't use the presidential phone. He uses his own Didn't phone. Then they try and take it off him yeah, briefly. I mean, he's, he, yeah, he freaked out, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at his tweets, and they were saying he keeps putting mistakes in his tweets of words, but the rest are spelt fantastically. So I think he's using some sort of well, like he speaks, he speaks. You know the the, the things you get. We talk. Oh, what well, in times for you? And it's putting wrong words in, and like I would do. Like somebody said to me, like I mean, I don't want to go into it, but because um, there are weird capitalized there's letters, weird capital, and I think there's, there's he's bits. specifically saying stuff. It's being written out. He's then putting in words to make himself sound smart, but that's when they suddenly become capitalised for no reason, specific words. Um, and then when there are words that just don't make any sense, I think, oh, it's mental health. It's no, because it's just, it's come up like that. Sort of but the main thing is when I've watched it and I've gone back over the stuff he does and how he talks and the, these movements and everything is just people. He's very good with people. Did we ever find out what Kofefi was meant to be? Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was, yeah, because it was in context. You could figure it out by yeah. context. I think it, it was... Committee um, or something like that? Uh, confidential. Or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Something like that. But it's, something innocuous, anyway. If yeah. it's, so then all I do is I go back to, okay, his early life. How was he? How has he been? The salesman thing. People, gets people, doesn't do a lot of work, doesn't focus on anything. I definitely think there's an ADHD dyslexia thing in there that hasn't been sorted. Like going back to say about being naughty at school. It's not... You're not that person. What you're doing is you're, you're making up for the fact, I can't do the work. 
So I have to do everything around it, whether it's being annoying or just tell people to do stuff and walk off. I can't do any work. So I have to create things. So I think he's illiterate and he's ne- nobody's actually found out yet. So they think, oh, he doesn't like doing stuff. It's he can't. You heard it here. First. No, I genuinely think that it is. Now, five minutes. This is the worst thing I found out about him that I didn't realise. And this is, it's not even worse funny. Worse conning his father on his deathbed. Worse. <laughs> So you ready for this? Okay. Don't jump to any conclusions. I'm just going to tell you what was been said because I thought I've got to cover myself here. So there's been a lot of talk and I didn't realise until I looked into it about his weird, how he treats his daughter and there's some weird thing that's gone on here. Oh yeah, Ivanka. It's always a bit like, oh, I date her. The kissing on the lips. They tried to kiss with his mouth open and one she had to move her face. Now, when you go back into it, these are things that had happened. So I saw, it's only because I randomly saw a Michael Moore interview um talking to somebody oh i did a oh on the uh, et canada it's a video um it's about fahrenheit night 11 he was matching him to hitler and said like well hitler didn't start off as hitler he started off it's just that he broke down the constitution of germany and then became hitler same sort of thing um and then it's talk he said look talking about his daughter he said this man has real sexually we know he's a sexual person we know he's sort of proclivities for whatever he said well, um, hasn't he got about 20 but everything's 20 to do with him just about, that, yeah exactly so he's just a sexual person he said if a child in uh so he was in canada and he's canadian but the show's in canada he said by canadian and uh, californian law if he had said certain things one of them he mentions about his daughter you were contractually obliged to have to tell the government like the the, the uh, council workers what had been said by the the child. And this is some of the things he said, okay? So then I think uh, outside the one on the Howard Stern show, all of this is you can watch, or there's an article. Yeah. And I'm going to end on this, because this is how I think this man is really, he's a sick human being. So um, this is about Dora Ivanka, another one with an A at the end of the name. Um, so we, there's some things about him kissing her on the lips and like... I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen the stuff of him kissing her on the lips. Yeah, that was, a, you could see it. He opens his mouth to kiss and she sort of moves her head. Um, so horrid. I just, I, because I thought what, and I looked it up. So on the view in 2016, you know, the one where all the women sit around and yeah. talk. Um, he said about his daughter, who sat with him. Uh, if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Oh yeah. Sorry. I spoke and the woman that. actually went, that's sick. Like that's disgraceful. Yeah, and then gross. somebody might, she went, Oh, who are you? Woody Allen. And they all laughed and clapped. I thought, what are you clapping and laughing? Have you just heard? Anyway, I suppose because you don't, you think like that obviously he's, they're giving him the benefit of the doubt and just thinking, oh, he's just saying something without really yeah, like, he's thinking been, about, yeah. you know, he's but trying to give his daughter a compliment and say that she's very beautiful yeah, yeah. and he's just a great what, woman. She's beautiful, it, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, what you do a... is you add it into the whole what's gone on before yeah. and then it all starts to add up. On the Wendy show, I think it's Wendy Williams is the name of the talk show, uh, Trump and Ivana were asked, and you can watch this, uh, what in they're Ivana having. Ivana or Ivanka? Sorry, I'm going to keep saying it. Ivanka is the, so daughter. the daughter. Yeah. yeah. So Trump and Ivanka were sitting next to each other, uh, were asked what they have in common. Ivanka replied, um, either property or golf. Donald replied Sounds to the same good. question, stating, oh, well, quote, I was going to say sex, end quote. I was going to say And she s- gives a funny, dirty look like, ha, 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 ha. But what does he mean, we have sex in common? I think the sexual people. Shall I tell you what I think all this is? <laughs> I think he's flirting with his daughter in some sick way. Because when you watch it, he's, he meets some, um, um, he's in a business meeting and he's talking, meeting Miss World Scotland or something like that at the Trump thing. He, he's the same sort of stuff he says. He's not saying stuff directly. He just says, oh, you're a very sexy woman. Oh, wow, like you must have a good, you know, he's, he's that. And the way things come out, it is like he's flirting with his daughter. Anyway, so he said that. 
In the Rolling Stones article 2015, he said about his daughter, yeah, she's really something, and what a beauty that one. I'm oh, sorry, quote, so, quote, yeah, she's really something, and what a beauty that one. If I weren't married, and you know, her father, end quote. I feel like that should come before if I weren't married. Oh, this isn't the top 10. I've just put the, this isn't. I, I know, but that, that's the primary thing. Yeah, if I weren't physically, biologically related to And her, you know, her and father. And also she was single. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he also said on the Howard Stern show, he re- reply, uh, uh, responded to her as being voluptuous. Um, he said, quote, my daughter Ivanka, she's almost six feet tall. She's got the best body, end quote. Um, now, bearing in mind, this I is mean, all... I mean, dad's a quiet, you know, dad will say, no, he's dead, yeah, is a beautiful... Yeah, no, 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 I don't, I don't think I've heard sex, about... Yeah. If I wasn't married... Yeah, like, that's Trying to kiss on the mouth. Troubling, he said in I another think. thing, I, I didn't write it down... Um, if she had a sex tape, I'd totally watch it. Yeah. He yeah, said, that, basically, yeah. he was on a show, I think it was the Dr. Oz show, and Ivanka came out and he kissed her, and the, the guy said, uh, Dr. Oz said, oh, like, it's nice to see a father kissing a daughter. And he said, I tried to kiss her whenever ch- every chance I get. Now, but the thing that... Now, what I'm saying is, you add all that up... What, what, I don't, it's weird when they're older. Like, when you're... When, you know, my... Um, my brother's got a son, and yeah, he loves again, to you're get grabbing a, little, a straw, but he's like three, yeah. and he loves to get like a kiss off him, and he doesn't often. But you don't say yeah. when I'm married. Uh, but it's also not at every opportunity. He's not just yeah. constantly going. And you look him. at some of the videos, and he's constantly they say his hands are always a bit too low around her hips. But like he's just. Uh, but I mean, he's. I think it's safe to say that obviously, yeah, we he's gone after. You know, I think there was something like twenty women have said he's inappropriate yeah. in the way he does. You know, said yeah. it. So he's obviously a. Um, He's not. I don't think uh, beyond the you know the obviously the pussy grabbing thing and beyond that I don't think he's ever been he's not been accused of rape has he? Or I think no. he's, uh, he has. Oh, yes. he has. He has been sued. Yes, for rape. Yes. So he was. Oh, he's been sued many times. I think that he's just they were yeah. paid. Though. He's, he's were settled paid out of court. There it's was, the ones that have come back. Though, yeah, because that obviously. Well, I need to be really careful with this, but there was one <laughs> recently, and I, they dropped the suit. It was a Jane Doe case connected to the Jeffrey Epstein uh, sex trafficking scandal. And it was a 13-year-old girl at the time. She Jesus. she sued him three times. Uh, sued Trump. Trump. Yes, says, and okay. it's been dropped every time. And she sued him recently, I think. I think within the last year, uh, it was the third one. And that got dropped, I think, allegedly. Okay. Now, well, remember, all these things, kind of... like, these are things you've heard. Like, think of things you haven't heard about mm. that people have been paid. Now, I threw that thing in at the end because it always, well, you know, we're taking the piss about what a disgusting human being is. Well, I think he's a... <sighs> What Apparently, about, you know, oh, yeah, well, accused yeah. of. Accused. But um, yeah. the thing about his daughter just pushed me over the edge with him. I thought, oh, he is inside a human. He's nothing inside. He does not care. He's making completely. It's odd that he's doing these things in front of the camera. So what goes on? Not, what not to say said, that that's acceptable to touch your. Daughter. No, but if that's but the, think, the that's the, the the tip of the iceberg, what goes on in his head, yeah. and you just add it up, What's and that's stuff he front? said on camera in front yeah, of people yeah, and yeah. in articles. Um, so I just thought I'd throw that in as just to show what. A, He's a sick human being. He's sick. It's not a, you can't, that sort of thing is the tip of the iceberg that you're hearing. Um, so to end it, unless you've got anything major you want to say, just what, any of your thoughts? No, are I you just coming around to the, how bad? Because you, it's no, no, I didn't think, I, didn't, I never thought he was stuff. a great guy here, but I mean, obviously, um, I hadn't realised, I hadn't complained about that, what Charles mentioned there. Or but, saying if he wasn't married. Oh no, I had heard that one before. Yeah, I had <laughs> heard that before. Right, so, um, uh, this is a quote that was on the Sky News video. I think it was last year. Yeah. And you could watch it. And he was talking about England. So I thought I'd end on that. Lovely. Pure quote. Not made up. You can watch it. So it's a Sky News video. You're going to do the voice? 
No. Yeah. It's better, it's better without the, the voice. Give me a break. It gives it more credence yes. with the voice because you can kind of forgive it because it has this, he has a very weird sort of bouncy speech case. Um, he said, uh, quote, I have great respect for the UK, United Kingdom. Great respect. People call it Britain. They call it Great Britain. They call it, they used to call it England. <laughs> End quote. Okay. Now, first of all, the sentence doesn't make any fucking sense. So he says, they call it Great Britain. They call it, they used to call it England. Well, he sort of missed the, you know, that's a bit like saying, oh, um, uh, no, I think he, he's heard two terms and only hears Great Britain now. He doesn't hear England. And he's thinking, oh, England is an old term for Great Britain. Rather than knowing that England is a part of Great Britain. And he didn't know Ireland wasn't part of the, the UK. He thought Ireland was part of it, not Northern Ireland. But that's fairly basic. But then neither did the Minister for Northern Ireland. So yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I let that one go, yeah. but they used to call it England. <laughs> so he's, And that's last year. He's learned nothing. Like, so his whole life, I would say, like I said, I think he can't read. Mm-hmm. And now you see it. Yeah, you start to watch the, the tweets. And I think things. to be fair, that's the you know, could, the things we've learned today. At talks best, about, I think, that's I think the, he's functionally illiterate. He can pick up on yeah. things, but he has to talk, and then it's just spiraled. That's what he does now. Well, well, well uh, just yeah, finally, like, have you seen that? Um, there's a very famous deposition video where he's they, they ask him to read the contract. There's a deposition video where they oh yeah, when he has to yeah, answer. They yeah. interview him for about sort of seven or eight hours, and it's uh, it's on camera in front of a lawyer. So yeah, he's I forgot about that. And he th- there's a bit where they he's like, oh, I don't know about the contract. I don't know, and they were like, well look here's a copy of the contract do you want to read it could you read it out loud and it's like two pages and he just picks it up it's like a petulant child he's like there's a lot of words here yeah. and he sort of reads a sentence and sort of tails off and goes i don't know I, I can't read this i don't know what yeah, i've forgotten no. about that yeah yeah so i'm putting my i'm saying he can't read and no one's ever realized from the school for the whole way through all the how he acts why he talks so much why he doesn't pay attention to anything i think it's all because he can't read or at best, he's functionally illiterate. Or presumably, uh, what we've learned is he can't uh, understand when a woman says no. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he I doesn't understand the word no, especially. Yeah. I think that's what we've uh, So that's the Trump up to the president's, the up, to, up to when he became president, basically. Yeah. So forget, God knows what's coming down the pipeline. Maybe next year we'll be going, oh my God, they were the good days. <laughs> before the early went. years. Well, somebody said, um, Michael Moore actually said... Um, he said, remember when uh, he wrote an article, I think it's in Fahrenheit 9-11, at the end he says, there's an article in a magazine by Jewish people saying, don't worry, look, whatever Hitler does, there's a constitution. And he said, you know, Germany did have a constitution before he decided not to pay attention to it. So don't think uh, your constitution means anything to I think it's. I think it's still quite a leap. Oh, so you're doing the same old thing. No. So did they. But anyway, so I say uh, he can't read and the world has been fooled and he's just got used to it. Um, and then everything sort of imploded behind that. Yeah. Um, and I would say he's pretty disgusting for the things he said about his daughter, which you will have to leave your mind up to what type of human being he is inside and off camera. Charles? Um, yeah, it just seems like the whole thing is is completely hollow and house of cards. Yeah. And at any second, it could all come crashing down. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the report, isn't it? It's the money report. Just go to the money. What's they been going always, on? Always follow the and he will money, fight yeah. to the death. You know, when they say corn and animal, uh, corn and animal, yeah. when that's his big thing. Forget the presidency. That's the money shot there. What's he willing to do to protect that? Yeah, because um, that's, that's the family and that's his yeah, kids that's the as thing. well. And, you know. um, so that's it. So Karim's got to run off to go to a, a, a Turkish wedding. And um, <laughs> all right, so that was the Trump podcast. <laughs> that went pretty well. That weren't too bad. 
No, uh, no, I'm sure. We'll but you got high standards because you're a proper producer. So what you? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was right. I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was our usual rambling way. But there was, you but definitely like learned stuff there. Like yeah. if you didn't know about it, you know about it now. And yeah. that's the stuff we know about, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's the podcast, and uh, yeah, if it went well. Yes. See adios. you later on. Bye-bye. Peace Bye-bye. out. I can't believe you went peace out with him and whilst wearing makeup. Oh, peace, yeah. <laughs>